Welcome back to Black Oak Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another double dose of The Good Place. And these were two really strong episodes. The Ballad of Donkey Doug and A Fractured Inheritance. I wrote absolutely no notes. And I know this is already late, so there's that. I just really had a troublesome Friday and Saturday finding motivation because I decided to get a visit from Aunt Flo. Oh, I'm sure a few are saying, TMI, I don't want to hear that, particularly from the males. Well, guess what? You came out of pussy. It's how you got into this world. So when I need to feel some empathy for feeling such pain and discomfort to my body, I want to have that wave of empathy blowing in my direction. So that's what I'm imagining is happening when people hear that and they're relating and they're like damn I feel you I'm sorry that happened to you (laughs) feel better that's just what I'm imagining let's get into the first episode the ballad of donkey Doug written by Matt Murray directed by Rebecca Asher premiered October 25th of 2018 I gave this a 9.7 out of 10 Chidi and Helenor, Helenor, <laughs> Chidi and Eleanor, they are focusing on him needing to break up with Simone because he does not want to, I guess, poison her or rub off on her or maybe slip up and tell her and she'll get into the bad place. So he thinks it's best to break up, except he's not good at it. I love the fact that Eleanor was asking oh for some reason names be so hard to remember with this show and I always forget Janet what her name is it's like I have to write down a portfolio of names to recall but Janet they're talking about her past lives before he came in and then she's like yeah none of your boyfriends got over you she's like of course they didn't she's like ooh <laughs> sassy but kind of same you should want a bad bitch like this huh? drop it low and pick it up just like this yeah. i thought it was really fun with the simulator the first one being like oh you know there's something i have to tell you but he keeps it vague i like that she changed the sound it was like screeching at first for the transition and then she made it like jazz music <laughs> i really like that he goes through a lot of comedic breakups all ending bad he has to snap his fingers to to reboot it and one time he even proposes and he's like i don't even know what i'm doing and then eleanor says let me try it like you're a kindergartner i'll break up with you with your girlfriend i used to do that all the time i ain't even gonna lie my first boyfriend i had to get my sister to get on the phone and break up with (laughs) and he still came over my house like god damn i tried to avoid this shit and you just won't allow me this is why we break it up you don't fucking listen my favorite part of this though is when eleanor is like okay let me go into the simulation and she starts talking to simone and she starts flirting with her she starts falling her eyes and then she's like oh man come on it was just getting interesting (laughs) She also told him he needs to ghost her 
i'm like yeah that's kind of one i tried to use what i i will admit this i am terrible at ending a relationship because i hate that i'm making someone feel bad at 37 years old i assure you i got much better at it (laughs) i'm talking about my younger years but yeah unfortunately i've used both tactics in the past i'm not proud of it but yeah ghosting um what did she say say you're gay she's like i'm not gay (laughs) or he said i'm not gay and she says well say you're bi i'm not bi but more men should be it's 2018 (laughs) he has one in which she breaks up with him in the simulator except it's eleanor they're fucking with him and he's like oh come on man i had the right pose and everything and then janet's like okay i'll get her to stop messing with you psych you doink (laughs) i just love the eleanor chibi dynamic it is one of the best things about this show so is janet's thirst for for freaking idiot jason she's like if you um gear this up and you see jason in a towel (laughs) in a steamy bathroom uh that's just ignore that but eleanor doesn't care because she wants to go in and be in lenny kravitz concert in the front row a particular concert i'm like yeah you ain't the only one girl you ain't the only one we need to hang she's someone i would probably end up having sex with at one time that we just was like so in love with each other it had to happen and we're close for the rest of our lives um what else happened in this uh scenario oh chidi then went to the restaurant was like oh we used to sit over there and then he kept getting interrupted trying to break up with her until he eventually rudely did it then he finally is told by eleanor look man just go be honest or as honest as you can be be an adult just she's fine she's a rock star she's gonna move on you're not devastating her to the point of you know your relationship was great for a year but come on now people are gonna have hurt feelings in this situation and you gotta accept that but she'll get over it and eventually he does tell her as much of the truth like my feelings have changed and unfortunately i have to end things and she's like okay you know you're a bit weird anyway so it's probably for the best (laughs) but i get it he didn't really want to break up with her but we know that eleanor is his soulmate then we get over to donkey doug who is actually jason's father he tahani and michael head over to florida aka or rather bka cesspool of america he starts off wanting to save his father they get to where he lives which kind of looks like a motel but sure um that pool is just so disgusting they go in Pillboy is there love Pillboy, and they're like i didn't know you was alive i thought you were dead i talked to you last week on the phone and i told you where i was <laughs> oh i forgot then we meet donkey doug the father he don't call him dad he just calls him donkey doug and they are trying to come up with their new scheme of what was it energy drink and suntan lotion like you can drink it and spray it 
except they need to rob three warehouses to make this happen <laughs> so jason decides to save pillboy instead because his father is a lost cause and at least pillboy got a job that he can make an honest living on and we see him at the nursing home and he straight up be like you can't mix these meds i'm gonna tell you the right way to get a high that actually probably is a good benefit of being a nurse except he tried to give to honey pills just for walking in the door he even told his boss i'm about to go to a robbery oh i'm sick you're so dumb you are really dumb for real tahani intervenes because jason is gonna do the robbery with the father and he's like look um you gonna have to leave pillboy alone i'm gonna help you do this and his father assumes he found religion and then he just i don't know why he gave him a japanese stuff <laughs> and then he's like amen and then they get busted by the police outside who do not decide to go into the warehouse no they allow them to have a five minute conversation where he says how about i take the fall and you go out the back and versus just both of them going out the back because didn't seem like the cops were interested in coming through the front but he will distract them because that's what his dad did for his dad and did for his son and he hopes jason will do the same for his son one day and even jason's like i hope not i know i'm fucked up but i hope i do not pass this shit on <laughs> and oh i forgot the one part that made me laugh which is when he came in and he saw tahani as his wife and he was like uh would you like to jump into the jacuzzi with me and stick things in each other or something like that and then freaking jason's sitting there like rubbing his nose like yeah you see that check that game check that game girl she's like um i'm his wife wow you must really love him <laughs> that was hysterical but in the end pillboy is told that they are from nasa and he has to stay at the old folks home and wait for their signal because they're nasa spies this is the story that jason came up with and that freaking like the goodbye handshake was everything i want to do that with someone i want to have that kind of relationship with someone that we would make up something that epically cool chidi got fired this episode i forgot that he's like yeah i asked for a sabbatical after the chili uh massacre because <laughs> you massacred chili um he's been fired he's been let go so he's got all the time in the world now to uh just follow around helping people they love get into the good place Eleanor finds out at the end while they're all heading and reconvening to Budapest that her mama isn't dead she faked her death so she's catching a flight for a warpath like type of confrontation that we see in our next episode The Fractured Inheritance written by Cassia Miller directed by Beth McCarthy Miller I wonder if that's a relation episode premiered november 1st of 2018 and i gave this one a 10 out of 10 i really enjoyed it i thought it definitely highlighted and touched on eleanor in a much deeper manner um and we finally get just a bit more from tahani and she didn't annoy me this episode as she typically has been doing 
I mean, I just don't find her as interesting. Even Jason's an idiot, but he's entertaining. I don't find the same aspect with Tahani's character. Always looking gorgeous, though. She is making up with her sister, so I guess I'll address that one first because it's the least of the two that I like, but I did like both of them. They go to her art gala, and when she gets there, she's making omelets. And because she won't order an omelet, well, first she said, you stood in line to see me. That's precious. (laughs) You're so rude. Then she tells her the whole entire art exhibit is closed down because her sister's a bitch and won't order an omelet. And everybody's like, Camilla, you always ruining stuff. And then Chidi tried to talk to her. She says, I took your fears away. And he's like, she's amazing and you fail so tahani grabs an axe because she tried to apologize previously to her sister but her sister would not accept her apology so now she's threatening her and she's like you'll never follow through with it with all your hysterics she says i have better eyebrows and she took that knife to her painting and now they're both arrested while looking at the boobs (laughs) chidi said jason said it and now i can't unsee it she realizes the true monsters were their parents. They were wankers. Uh, they pretty much pitted their children against each other for their own amusement. And while the one who wanted to win got to win, they also were very lonely. And everything she's been painting is duels, the duality of sisters. And that's when she has the moment to get up and hug her and tells her i don't care if you don't accept my apology our parents were shit but i realize you're just as lonely as i am and while we probably never gonna get along the way sisters do to that extent because of the damage they cause between us i know that it is basically their fault and i love you and i still want you to do better and they end up reconciling where she actually puts her her sister's name on an art exhibit giving her some credit and while (laughs) she wants to go rub it in because she thinks she came up with a better title chidi's like let her have this for the day like don't do that you you two you're you're ingrained competitive against each other and that's preventing you from having the relationship you actually want to have with each other so i thought that was very poignant Jason spent most of the episode with Janet walking around (laughs) wanting to know how much each art piece is. So there's that. Her saying, ding, I used to be able to appear and reappear. Maybe that was last episode. That was funny. (laughs) She's like, don't look at me. Don't look at me. Then we have the other storyline with Michael and Eleanor where they go to the mom's house in Nevada. She's in the suburbs she's married or is it just a boyfriend they have not a kid together but it's his kid and they met and she's already happy and already to the road of change but eleanor refuses to believe it and despite michael trying to get her to stop searching the girl's rooms and stop looking for the money stash to prove that she has not changed he eventually gets her to go to the pta where she is being voted for as president eleanor gonna be shitting for days with all that cheese on her plate michael trying to be the fatherly figure he's like i'm your appointed father the person when he's like young lady you go to that pta oh come on eleanor i was trying something now (laughs) i love their relationship too 
I also love the friendship between Michael and Dave because they were both architects, just different kind of architects. Just as she is coming to the conclusion that maybe her mom has changed and she's happy for her, she does find her money stash. But then she realizes, well, actually, you know what? You are happy. You shouldn't have that money stash. You need to accept and commit to this because you really are this person now. She's like, no, I ain't. You're basic. <laughs> now we know where she got your basic. And it was a moment before where she was talking to Michael where she's like, I didn't get this mother. I didn't get her making me lunches and doing PTA. And that's why I can't just accept this. Like she could change for someone else, but she could not change for me. And of course, that's going to make you feel some type of self-worth issue. And in the end that Eleanor was able to accept that she could not be that mother for her. And even her mother really doesn't apologize. She's more like, I'm this per I'm a different person now. But doesn't make too many apologies for the person she was. It was definitely big of Eleanor to forgive her. But then she mentions on the way home to Michael that she's the reason why I never you know, told anyone I love them. I've never had a type of committed relationship. Like she fucked me up and I just need a moment to mourn that. Michael says, okay, wait, um, I forgot. I told you everything. No more secrets about your life, but I forgot the afterlife. So you and Chidi fell deeply in love and you both said, I love you to each other. What? What the fuck? Now that Chidi is very conveniently single. This is going to be interesting next week or the week after. I, I like where this season is going. I think this is my favorite season thus far. And I've liked the pre previous two, but it feels as if they really found their footing with how they're traversing the afterlife and these characters. So I can't wait for the next two episodes. With that, let's jump into the mailbag. Christina is me shy I am here to talk about the good place um, episodes 5 and 6 I think I'll give the names of the episodes as well to make sure we stay on the right track um, the ballad of donkey dog and a fractured inheritance um I enjoy these two episodes for a different reason I think I like the first one I laugh more with the first one than the second one, but I enjoy both of them. Um, I just think <laughs> I didn't know if I was going to, how much I was going to enjoy Jason's backstory of, or not backstory, but him going back um, to try to redeem his father. But oh my gosh, that was <laughs> the most ridiculous episode. I was dying. I'm like, oh my God, this. <clears throat> we definitely know, <laughs> know where Jason gets it from. So, well, of course, we learned that Donkey Doug is Jason's father. And, uh, yeah, they go back to Jacksonville to um, save his soul. Um, 
the goal was to get him back into to let get him back to being an electrician um to earn on his living and go from there however uh, <laughs> ducky doug had other ideas um uh, we see Pillboy again um jason's best friend and apparently they his father and Pillboy comes up with this uh get rich quick scheme <laughs> that was so ridiculous oh the um double trouble the energy drink slash body spray and i'm telling you i was i was michael this whole episode i mean this whole time that they were doing their pitch for this because the look on his face when they were talking about this was just so hilarious i mean it was like he couldn't he's like i don't know it's like can people be this dumb um, <laughs> it was so it was just hilarious i was dying um when pillboy goes oh 300 is 300 dollars or 1000 dollars i'm like oh my gosh no and then michael goes uh is this something you're gonna uh drink or spray and they're like he's like you both it <laughs> like oh my god stop i was i'm telling you i'm i was dying i was on the floor dying on this episode <laughs> it was so ridiculous oh i needed a good laugh and this this one was it was that um and then i'm like looking at the pool because they kept going to giving us shots of the pool i'm like what is in that pool i didn't even want to get a close look i just i just kept seeing dark stuff in the pool i'm like oh that's so nasty um but um and then um <laughs> The Jason, oh, Donkey Doug is trying to um, rob a factory store, a, a factory, yeah, factory, and um, of course he gets caught, and he's like, "This is a, a rite of passage <laughs> of a." Uh, you know taking the fall for our our you know taking the fall and protecting our kids and this is something i hope that you do for your son and uh jason's like i hope not <laughs> so to think that jason is the more um rational and the more level-headed in this operation out of him out of himself pillboy and donkey doug is very scary but <laughs> There is some influence of the of the gang on him, so I will say that uh, he's definitely um, still has he's still clueless and has his moments, but he has his sweet and um, not as uh, <laughs> um, not as crazy side, I guess. I don't know what's the right word for it. And then we have the thing with Chidi uh needing to break up with Simone which was sad sad times so Janet makes up these simulations that help Chidi uh, get up the courage to break up with Simone and he wants to do it in a way that's not gonna hurt her but I'm like Chidi 
that's just not possible i mean unless y'all are both have a mutual understanding and y'all are both at a place where y'all feel like it's just not working and y'all break up that's that's basically the only way it can be amicable as amicable as possible for the most part but it's hard to especially if the other one doesn't see it coming to not hurt them um and in this case that's Simone and of course his first attempt um after the simulations he just he's like yeah doubt I'm like really cheaty I mean she definitely don't deserve that 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 was a little bit overboard with it um thankfully Eleanor talked him into getting back in there and I guess he did a somewhat decent job I mean she wasn't devastated by it but you know uh, she took it rather well <laughs> his explanation was a uh, you know the best he can do without disclosing everything and oh I almost forgot the the handshake between <laughs> the boy and Jason and that last scene oh my gosh uh, again dead I was <laughs> dying <laughs> And I was Michael, I was like looking at Michael, although his reaction, I mean Tahani too, but more Michael. I'm like, he was cracking me up just just in his reaction to everything that was going on with Jason and his family. I thought that was hilarious. The second episode, I mean, it was funny, but in a different way. Um, uh, this time we got Tahani and Eleanor um going back to family and trying to save their soul which is definitely a difficult thing you know Eleanor finds out her mom faked her death and so she's carrying that baggage of you know finding out her mom is living this suburban life and wasn't able to provide that to her I know we talked about this quite a bit uh or at least you've talked about this quite a bit on your other podcasts about things that happen in our childhood that we carry with us into adulthood and perhaps at some point you got to learn to just let it go and get get to some type of um, understanding that your parents were who they were at the time and you're an adult now and you have your life to live so it was good to see Eleanor get to that point um, because she was definitely extra in this one um, trying to expose her mom I mean I thought that was kind of crappy her trying to get back at her mom by exposing her to her husband who we find out already knew so that didn't go her way um but yeah so it was nice to know that her mom did change um that she did find happiness and unfortunately you know sometimes that happens you you're just in a place to where you um are ready to settle into the person you're meant to be and sometimes you got to take a few lumps along the way but you meet the right person who inspires you to do that um fortunately um it didn't happen while she was raising eleanor but it's happened now she's older and wiser and yeah and then we got Tahani who 
figures out that her sister was in the same boat as her um, when it comes to their parents that their parents were this unit and they always pitted, pitted them against each other and her sister felt just as alone as Tahani did and felt the pressure to be perfect, to do the best, to gain their parents' approval. Just like Tahani, um, I mean, of course, Camilla, she just happens to, you know, be successful at what she was doing and gained a lot of admirers and of course it didn't help with they had this sibling rivalry going to for her to appreciate that and I think that's always going to be a little bit a part of their rela relationship because it's been going on for so long it's hard to let go of that and we saw that at the end of the episode when Tahani wanted to you know rub it in about a better title so that was that was a good episode i enjoyed that one as well the soul squad they definitely didn't get off to the best of starts but they they made it work in the end so i'll give them that and i think janet was in her was in her happy place that she got to spend some time with jason um as they're walking around and looking at the museum so that was nice but yeah, um, really enjoyed these episodes. I think I enjoyed one, uh, the first one better than the second one, but I enjoyed the second one as well. So I think for the simple fact that the first one just had me cracking up. I mean, Jason, oh my gosh. This was his best episode for his character by far, so... Alright, on that note, until next time, much love, peace, and Black Girl Magic, Queen of the Couch, Shy. That was her shyness with thoughts on the episode. So, I forgot he said, you don't. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> you don't. That's just Eleanor rubbing off on him. <laughs> that was cracking me up. And yes, the whole Jason, this was his best episode. Um, him going to his past, us learning about Donkey Doug and that stupid idea. I was not watching Michael's facial expressions as much. I was more appalled at what I was seeing. <laughs> and you're right, there was a lot of comedy there. Like both sis or 300, I don't even know. Um, but I, I felt a little bit more compelled by the second episode. But that was a hilarious one. I, I did love everything about Pillboy and Donkey Doug <laughs> and Jason's stupid ass. He's like, we got to get on that. <laughs> I remember that part where Michael leaned in and was like, this might be harder than I thought. I know, right? This was a great idea. Um, And then in regards to Eleanor, she was acting desperate, though. I think it was a slap in the face. I mean, it's kind of like how some people can be in a relationship and you're like, you're addicted to something and you don't change your life around and then you leave them and then they end up changing their life for someone else. It's kind of like you're left with this feeling of, well, what's, what's inferior about me? Why couldn't I have done that? Why wasn't my love strong enough? And for a child, I'm sure that's even more complex. Like, why couldn't you have loved me enough to turn your life around? So I think her being a little bitter about it and her mother really being unapologetic, as I mentioned earlier, 
was what really stemmed most of that behavior but then she also just uh, realized an hour ago or even maybe three hours ago that her mother was even still alive that's a lot so of course she's gonna regress back to a child throwing a tantrum because that's the only way she can express herself when she's got feelings and i think by the end of the episode she really showed her maturity by forgiving her and yeah i did mention that myself that you can't focus on what your mom and your daddy did they were people and you can choose to forgive or not but you don't have to forget i mean i forgive my dad for a lot of stuff but i don't we don't have this really close bond (laughs) um because we're never gonna have that because i'll never forget but i can forgive but it's more for you than it is for them so however you leave that situation i i thought eleanor really showed herself um and she has been for quite a while and it kind of goes to this whole concept of if you're born into a broken system and you're given if your environment then starts to influence how your relationships are outside and you just never got to that point and you die before then is it right for you to be going to the bad place when you haven't had a chance i mean all that divine plan they're really being loose with it i think they were trying to play with it a little bit more in season one but i think that this whole idea of you know what you do on earth matters now that they have come back from the afterlife i I think there's something to that as well i'll be interested to see what michael sure has as his uh thesis statement when he gets to the finale and what he really is trying to say with these four seasons with this premise so that is all the thoughts i have if you want to join back in the conversation blackhawkatch at gmail.com or you can leave a comment below on this podcast i'm sure mimi will be back she is or was in puerto rico getting her vacation on well deserved i don't know where the fuck jaylee is mm-hmm, calling you all the way out she's like i'm gonna be back i'm like why you tell me lies <laughs> it's all good just couldn't resist You can find my social media down below as well. Remember to like, share, subscribe. Until next time, peace, hair grease, and blacker magic.